This time on Matters, I finally resolved the Xfinity issue. Field roast corn dogs. And I tell you the best potato chips of the 90s. All this and more on this action-packed episode of Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to them. I'm Matt Noss. With me is Matt Rose. How are you doing, Matty? Oh, I'm tired. I don't know why. I'm just today. Beat. beat is a tired day. Uh, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain. Uh, we are jamming out episodes because of the baby Noss on the way. So I was up quite late myself last night editing episodes and getting more uh, episodes ready to go. And we are back at it today. So, yeah, I feel you there. But I think we're in good hands tonight because we got a special guest. I've known this gentleman seven years now. Seven years, yeah. Seven years now. I met him at the Go Comedy Improv Theater where he performs as part of the All-Star Showdown. Uh, He is a great guy and a great friend of mine. Please welcome Jason D'Souza. Yeah. Hello, Matt. We don't have an applause machine, so you just get this quiet smattering. I, like, I mean, I'm I'm used to tepid applause. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, we have been meaning to have you as a guest for a very long time. I remember when we began the podcast, I put out, "Hey, does anybody want to be a guest on the show?" And you were like the first to answer, "Yes." And then I just sat on it because I'm an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> no, dude, no worries. Uh, so I'm glad that we are finally able to right that wrong and have you on the show Me tonight. Too. Glad to be here. I was saying before the uh, before the podcast started that you truly are one of the guys that I know that has the gift of gab. Like you can go up to anybody and it's like, oh, we're talking now. Oh yeah, no, for sure. People are like, oh, is this your friend? We're like, nope, literally just met him. Got on the <laughs> got on the same elevator you did. <laughs> and that's who was here. Has that ever like have you ever held or I guess like what is an example of just that happening in your life recently? Where you just meet somebody, you start talking, and then it's like, oh shit, I gotta go. Uh usually on flights. Like flights are, it's usually all or nothing, you know. Like, oh yeah, and and I I don't initiate it because I don't want to be like the annoying seatmate that's just gonna talk at someone the whole time. Uh, but usually, like that's where it'll happen, and it's like everyone around us is probably like, Jesus Christ, they're still going. Oh my God, and they're ordering drinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's only gonna get louder. No, <laughs> these these work trips that you. Just in general on planes, uh, but I did meet, I think probably the one that sticks out was a German guy uh, who was seated next to me on a plane, and he was the middle seat on, you know, three strangers, and on the other side of us was a guy who was, as we found out throughout, like, the course of the flight, heading to a, a funeral of someone close to him. Oh, geez. Like his brother or something, but this guy was getting wasted and had taken a ton of pills before oh no and so like but not like not like you know trying to off himself that was just sort of like how he was (laughs) like what he was up to he was in the day before he had to hop on this flight i am self-medicating myself to get through this flight yeah so so it wasn't like bridesmaids or anything where he's getting up and and acting 
a fool or it, it was more like he was fading in and out of the conversations oh, all okay. around all right. and we kind of because the that me and this german guy were like talking and kind of became the stewards of like <laughs> making sure this guy doesn't like freak out everyone else around us as we're <laughs> hearing like i mean it just started out drunk guy in that seat you right. know? Yeah. And then it progressively came out like he just starts responding to like things people are saying, but like trying to kind of get into the conversation. It was awkward. Like not some, like people like a, a married couple talking and he's like, oh, yeah, no, I mean, Red Lobster's good. And, <laughs> like, <laughs> and like, you know, that's how our conversation started me and, and German engineer guy uh, who was surprisingly cool and witty for a German engineer. <laughs> I mean, they exist. Nothing against German engineers. It's just usually the ones I've met they're have been pretty like all tight. business. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty wound up. <laughs> and this guy was just like cracking one-liners with the best of them. But like this, the other guy in our row was just you know, we could tell like he was you know he was at least drunk. But then he's like, yeah, I'm going to my brother's funeral. And we're like, oh man, oh, god, dude, so that sorry, sucks. dude. Yeah, but then just he. Like, he just kept coming in and out of, like, lucid thought, more right. or less. <laughs> and then at one point, like, and this is all, we found that out, like, on the tail end of the so trip. So how long is, this, just a guy how long is this flight that you're on? Uh, I think it was, like, a three-hour flight. Okay, so kind of like a Detroit to Florida-type trip? Yeah. Um, I'm trying, it was either Florida or it was uh, or Texas. It was one of the two. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this guy was just... Uh, he starts crying. Oh, no. And, and this was before we knew what was up. So that was just like a, do we, do do we, we say something? Do we acknowledge well, somebody, it? Well, I have to tell you, at work this week, my, a cube mate that I don't know because they, I just moved to my seat starts crying. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I find out later, of course, it's why you would cry at your desk. And, you know, but... uh <laughs> <laughs> meaning that she, someone in her family had passed. Right. But uh, you don't know, and I don't know her, and luckily somebody who did came on over and and was providing emotional support. But it is jarring when somebody you don't know is openly crying. Yeah, in yeah. like a public setting. An and adult. Just, let me, yeah. re- yep. let yep. me rephrase that. A child crying is like, well, I was a kid crying. Right. An adult crying is like, is it Thrapture? <laughs> yeah, it's just like... <laughs> Do you or don't you? Is this is is this something I want to engage? Right. And like, and this as we kind of found out, like, oh, thank God, no one engaged him then. <laughs> like, right. Because he was he's he's rough around the edges, you know. And as as you would be, but just in his his normal demeanor, or things that like, you know, just things you don't say to the general public, like yeah. his, you know, just a very vulgar disposition. And so it's yeah. so weird. Like planes can be so anonymous that sometimes people do drop everything and just let you in in a way that they don't even let their friends in. Yeah. Well, because they know they know that they're never going to see you again. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
even with social media, like I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, let me follow you on Facebook to somebody I just met on a plane. I mm-hmm. definitely have people that I just sat next to on a plane that still crop up in my Facebook. <laughs> 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 like, like there's two guys from an exit row that we sat in on like a 40 minute flight from Chicago, and I was the only one who spoke English in the row. I can't even understand their Facebook posts, but that still crops up. <laughs> What language? Uh, well, the one dude was Chinese, and the other guy spoke Spanish, but I don't remember where he was from. And they uh, were just like, it Facebook? Was, yeah, well, it was more, from, it started with the, you know, we're in the exit row, and the flight attendant was just kind of cross with us because they weren't, like, readily answering. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like explaining to the guy in the middle because he's just, you know, looking. He, he's just like, shaking his head i'm like she's trying to verify you know we're in the exit row are you okay and he's like yeah and she's like do you understand what i'm saying does he do you i'm like i'm the one speaking english to you right now (laughs) ma'am like but i i assure you they all know like this isn't a place you just get plopped in a plane anymore you pick the seat (laughs) we're well aware i'm pretty sure everyone paid an extra 15 bucks for it just or whatever just to get that, that, yeah. that extra foot in. That sweet three inches. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also my nickname in bed. The sweet three inches. <laughs> um, Who gives you nicknames in bed? <laughs> That's my nickname. No, yeah, I can't imagine that any nicknames you get in bed are nicknames you want getting out. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> Old hobble horse over here. <laughs> oh, misery? <laughs> oh, crack a window. <laughs> old fart sheets ah <laughs> uh, have you met fart sheets nos he's the best <laughs> oh these are great names for my child uh, those those are gonna be great I feel oh, like I I'm so looking forward to to the nicknames that come up for this child oh boy because if you don't come up with them that means that I have to well yeah and that's I, really not something you want you don't want uncle Matt coming up with with nicknames for your child because I think you remember some of the nicknames I've given you in the past. I know They're not nice. <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you nickname my baby Chud? <laughs> he just looked like because he Chud. wants to be. He wants to be an urban planner. <laughs> oh, okay. Because Chud, ah, you didn't. You didn't I watch never the movie. You don't know. Well, also because I saw him emerge from a sewer earlier in the <laughs> evening. <laughs> well, he smells like a Chud right now. I work in <laughs> on it. <laughs> um, so at um, when when I was flying out uh, for Eric's wedding. Okay, so that'd uh, be two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. So Hope and I were flying out, um, and we had I think like at least one connecting flight. So I think we actually went to like Arizona or some shit, mm. and then got on a flight to uh, Salt Lake City. And for the shorter flight, we were sitting next to this guy that was very nice, but he was nice in that you're not sure whether he's religious or a serial killer sort of way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, or you know what I mean. Well, I right? totally know. Where well, it's going like too buttoned up. Going yeah. to Salt Lake, I would I would presuppose religious. Mm, you never know. Yeah. Um, 
Because, like, you know, the one time you make the mistake and your head's on a platter, so... Right. Or religious murderer. Yeah, well... Yeah. Or, hey, or hey. just youth group leader. Because I feel like that that sort of is the middle of that Venn Oh, diagram. man. You... <laughs> <laughs> murderer, religious person, youth group youth leader. Youth group pastor. <laughs> um, but he was, he was very nice. He was very polite. Um... He was asking us all kinds of questions, and one I think it might possibly have been the first interracial couple he had ever seen. Um, two, he kept touching a book that he had put specifically in the middle, um, like the you know the the back of the seat where there's yeah, the pouch, the, little, the, the kangaroo yeah. pouch, right? The bar um, bag holder. Well, yeah. <laughs> so he had put a book. And it was just covering Book of Mormon, right? Like, I don't need to be Sherlock Holmes to know what that fucking book is. And he'd be talking to us, and he'd be saying stuff, and then touch the book, come back. And it was like, Hope and I would like look at each other like, what is going on with oh, this he's trying book? to run like one of those like mind manipulation tricks on you. Trying to do you get think you he to was, ask. Do you think he was actually a Pua? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. It was a total pickup artist. Like he wanted to fuck you both. He just couldn't touch her arm. Right. That that was the religious peacocking. Putting put your book between your seats. That's the real mystery method. You want to draw attention to it. You just want to. You want. Oh, since you asked. <laughs> well, uh, so... Yeah, just. Uh, have your power symbol visible to you at all times. <laughs> all right, well, I'm just going to put the old Book of Mormon right here. <laughs> Use it as a touchstone. I guess that means just that I touch it. All right, cool, here we go. Uh, reframe any negative into a positive. So, uh, you guys, uh, first time to Salt Lake City? Yeah, I yep. heard there's no drinking there. I'll tell you what, it's a great time. <laughs> Touches book, starts to sweat. <laughs> Is the service cart coming around soon? Uh, just, uh, just uh, wanted to let you know that uh, it's uh, the temple is the center of the town. And touch the book, touch the book, touch the book. Y'all have a Shirley Temple, please. Extra, Make it stiff. Extra temple. No ice. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Now, there was a hot second there that I enjoyed Shirley Temple's until I realized that I'm putting grenadine in Sprite. Sprite or 7-Up. So yeah. Just putting sugar in, in sugar, sugar and acting like, this is a real low-calorie drink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just cutting the calories right out. My dad, no my dad, I want you know. There are times where I'm just like, "Oh, this is where I get some of my stupidity from." <laughs> he drank coffee like he dr like fresh pots. That was my dad. Mm -hmm. Like he would have a pot of coffee almost in the, every morning, yeah, and then have a, have another one throughout the day. One year, he started. He he stopped having coffee, and he was like really proud of himself. He's like, I have no, no caffeine headache, no uh, jitters, nothing. Hey, Dad, how many chocolate Cokes did you have today? <laughs> <laughs> F 
Spotify. Oh like a, like a milk and Pepsi, but like yeah. on brand with Coke. Like take a Coca-Cola, put in Hershey's chocolate syrup. Oh, Jesus Christ. Stir it. Wow. Chocolate because they would do that at I the soda jerk, you know. Like, I never thought to do that. I didn't know that was a thing. It's a thing. It's pretty good. It's not great, but he full on just changed lanes from zero calorie coffee to three hundred plus calories a shot yep. sugar bomb. And like eighty <laughs> milligrams of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> or sorry, of caffeine. caffeine. Right. Yeah. It was like so much more caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> but that's like me being like, well, I had a fillet of fish, so I had a healthy breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> like, you and your fillet of fish. I love the fillet of fish. It's my favorite sandwich. I've from never McDonald's. had one. Did you ever Don't. see the they're not good? <laughs> Did you ever see the uh like things not to eat at McDonald's and Burger King and stuff? And fillet of fish was like number one. And it's because it they make one yep. and it's under the heat lamp. Yep. With mayo. (laughs) (laughs) With tartar sauce. With tartar sauce. They're like, oh, well, I mean, now they kind of get turnover, I think, you know, like because a Lent is probably the only time. Oh, yeah. But I feel like whoever gets that first Lenten (laughs) filet of fish is eating basically (laughs) a year old old filet of fish that's covered in the Shroud of Turin. (laughs) (laughs) You open it, it's like. Thin mist of mayo. <laughs> Dusty mayo, my favorite wrestler. <laughs> Dusty mayo. Oh, the yeah. American nightmare. Dusty, Dusty mayo. mayo. <laughs> See, I had a I had a completely different I I envisioned him as more of the gentleman wrestler. Oh, Dusty Mayo. Yes. Well, he like, he would come out and he would have like a judge's wig on for some reason because that makes sense. Well, I mean, that makes me think of Leaping Larry Popoff. I don't wow. know why. I don't know why I just got incensed that the character I just created came out with a judge's wig, and I'm like, because that makes sense. So hard on yourself, Dusty Mayo. Dust, Dusty Mayo. Yes. The judge is in session. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. The the barrister. (laughs) Oh, God. When the barrister enters the ring, you know justice is going to be served. All right. (laughs) Well, Leaping Larry Popoff was a wrestler in when I was watching wrestling in the 80s. 80s. And he became like. This other thing that he was like the poet laureate. Oh, I remember. I remember. Oh, okay. No, now, yeah. Yeah. So, like, he was normally just a straight jobber, but he was like a step up from a regular jobber. Yeah. Like, there was like. Like, you saw him regularly. Yeah. It was was like like one other guy who beat Jake the Snake. Right. So, like, it would be like, please welcome Cannon Fodder versus Macho Man Randy Savage. All right. I think we all know who's going to win this one. But then it would be like Leaping Larry Popoff. And it would come out and he would be wearing a graduation robe yep, and yep, hat. Yep. And he would have a scroll and he would take the mic and he would read a terrible poem. <laughs> and then uh, he would handily get defeated <laughs> by like Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Exactly. Or like just one bump and he was out. 
But uh, that's like how they started the Saturday morning. It wasn't even yeah. like the real ma- like you still see the arena filling up. Well, yeah. right, yeah. I mean, if you're <laughs> if you're going to watch wrestling, you're not going to start with Greg the Hammer Valentine. Am I right? <laughs> You're not going to get Coco Beware right no. out the gate. No. no, that's no. he's no. after a commercial break because people <laughs> right. want to see the bird. That's all. <laughs> Do the bird, man. <laughs> we had birds growing up, so I love Coco Beware. Holy crap, you had birds. Oh, God, yeah. What kind of birds? Yeah. Oh, the weirdest. We had. <laughs> <laughs> what kind would you think? The no-, no, we had. No, no, uh, no, no. I mean, we. An African gray. Yep, we had an African gray, a cockatiel, and a mina. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what a mina is. Uh, really loud white shit as opposed to green. Um, long orange beak. Okay. Uh, you know, black feathers, weird little kind of orange eyes. Orange eye. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> like so the I orange feathers it. around it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, all of these birds. Someone's like, oh, they'll talk. None of our birds talked. They did. It sounded like a drunk person just slurring, <laughs> you know, like just, oh, like they would or they would get like the tones of people. But yeah, like we had birds growing up because my dad, I don't know if it was just like an India guy thing or if it was <laughs> like he was just he liked birds. So we had the loudest dirtiest pets and all i wanted was like a dog or a cat and i mean i love them they're like members of the family but we that means they're also probably still around no they're i mean they're gone now but they were around forever yeah because they live like an african gray can live to be a hundred yeah no problem yeah parrots well over 70 i mean it's it's bananas yeah we had a cockatiel uh belonged to my aunt uh, my aunt Sandy, and boy oh boy, it was insufferable. Mm-hmm. It's it, so. I remember. I remember the first time I walked in the house and I just heard the like, and it was like, oh, oh, I'm you, I'm gone. See you later. Like, guys. They don't stop. I feel like yeah, no, like you drown it out when you have it all the time. <laughs> so I would always be on the phone with friends growing up, and they'd be like, just, "What the hell was that?" You're like, oh. what? Oh, it's just the bird. Wait, what now? Yeah, we have birds. Like, that didn't sound like a bird. That sounded like a, a car crash and a murder. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you took all the weapons and heavy machinery out, just the noises you would hear. <laughs> like, that's birds. It, it, it was awful because we went from no pets to the loudest animal yeah. that could go for hours. Yeah, and they'll yeah. chew through a wall. How many of your pets eat your fucking wall? They I have never seen anything so meticulously destroy something like this cockatiel. What did mm-hmm. it destroy? You could hand it a block of wood and come back to splinters. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah, cuz newspaper, it, tiny little pieces. Yeah, it would just rip and then crap everywhere <laughs> and then they they like they have silt on their feathers mm-hmm. yeah and that gets in the air oh, oh yeah and our cockatiel was blind for as long as i can remember oh wow so cocky i didn't name him my sister did <laughs> i don't know if she knew <laughs> i'm a guess not i'm sure it was just like the you know cockatiel oh name it cocky right my older or younger older so i'm okay. the youngest of five and the only boy okay. Uh, that's how you turn out weird. 
if if you're planning your family hey good for you i guess but like maybe stop before five and don't just keep pushing for a boy because his life is not gonna be great and everyone's like oh i bet you're spoiled i hear so much i'm like are you joke like that's my life no it's like bad milk spoiled not like not like they're taking care of me I'm basically forgotten in the back of the fridge. Yeah, you raised yourself. Yeah. yeah. I'm number five. Money ran out on number two. What the fuck are you kidding? Yeah. For the first Spoiled. three years of my life, I wore a potato sack. Yeah. Like, nope. Basically, once I grew, like when I was a baby, I'm sure, but like all that did was create animosity with like all the, the, the three in the middle, more or less. Uh, really, just one. Like the the our middle child. I think when you have five and there's like double a on both true ends. middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. a true middle. They're true crazy. Uh, <laughs> like they just because yeah, I can see that because you kind of don't feel like you have a leg to oh, stand on. Well, and it's just like I am the worst. I basically stole all spot. Like there's there's the one who comes at like there's Lena, Cindy, Chrissy, Vanessa, and me. So like. Vanessa was probably for a couple years like of like baby rage that she got but once I came along and it's like and we finally got a boy and now there's a baby and she's oh, old enough to realize like this sucks I don't get any attention oh, shit. <laughs> you know and like the old like the older two are like we're gonna babysit and then it's like no what the? so like I totally understand why the middle child goes nuts but yeah, that was uh Yeah, because they are like they're not even in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, you're, you're spoiled milk in the fridge. You, they are on the counter. Nobody is I feel like that's how it starts, but I basically like our the the middle kid in our family is the one who's putting me in the back of the fridge or like knocking me out of the grocery cart before <laughs> we even like get to the car. And just, you know, like I've definitely been like me and my sister Vanessa have been like left behind at a rest stop, <laughs> not for long, but just enough to do the damage, <laughs> just enough to be like they forgot us, yeah, and to realize they forgot us. Yep, like the Chicago uh, Science Museum. Mm. I got lost in the giant heart, and oh, like no. everyone else says lost. I there were definitely times where I was just like. I've had enough of this whole group. I'm going to go do my thing. <laughs> right, yeah. And, like, I think that was the first attempt at it. And I had that at Disney World once, which was great until, like, no cell phones trying to figure out how to get back. And then you're the oldest kid at the lost kid, like, repository that they have, <laughs> like, the kid lost and found. And it's, like, me and, like, toddlers. And I, I'm sitting there like, where the hell are your parents? Like, how do you lose a, you lose a toddler at Disney World? That's rough. Like, I you ran should, off. Like, I, like, I, I you should be in a stroller. Yeah. you like, <laughs> your parents should be ashamed. Like, I left mine, and this is just, you know, this was the poor planning. Over. This yeah. was poor planning on my part. I saw sweet freedom, and I ran for <laughs> right. it. And now I'm here. <laughs> that I remember very clearly when I was a kid, the first time I was lost, uh, and I wasn't lost at all, but it was like... I was at Woolworths, and they had a fish display. And I just went to the fish display, and my mom maybe walked 10 feet away, 
but it was like that separation. I was maybe three or four. Like I was old enough to stand, old enough to think, but like she was, I couldn't, I turned around she wasn't Mm -hmm. there. And it just felt like the whole place was spinning. It was, and it's still, I can still remember it just being like, because your head's moving everywhere. And then my mom was like, I'm here. I mean, it's wrong with you. (laughs) But But it was like that 35 to 45 seconds was terrifying. Right. Because now you're going to have to get your own apartment. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm, I mean, I I'm just a to put young, on right? I'm just a young baby living in the big city. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find a briefcase. <laughs> I got to get a job at AL Price. Yeah. That, it, that's changed. To me, growing up was a briefcase because people still carried them. Oh, yeah. Little. My dad yeah. carried a briefcase yeah, until the day too. he retired in like 2000. He, Always had a briefcase. See, I feel like the brief briefcase is going to make a comeback because it's been out of contemporary society for a while. Yeah, like See, right, like in a, in a hipster way, almost like just a re- everything old becomes new again. And yeah. I just feel like because my brother brought a briefcase. My brother's hmm. a fireman. Uh, he's been on the show, and we didn't talk about that. But he hmm. he loves business as well, and. When my brother was growing up, Wall Street was his movie. That yep. was his fucking jam. He loved it so much. And he was like, I'm going to buy a briefcase one of these days. And <laughs> like five years ago, he bought a briefcase. Maybe five. Anyway, he bought a briefcase. And he goes, I was like, that's a beautiful briefcase. He's like, how many briefcases do you see at work? And like he could tell... <laughs> Instantly, because by I the don't, look yeah. on your face where you were like, ah, oh, I don't think I've seen any. I was like, well, <laughs> and he was like, Wall Street was on a TV once a couple months ago, <laughs> right? He, I just looked, and he was like, oh no, nobody uses them anymore, do they? And I was like, I'm sorry, man, they don't. And he's like, I still. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, he, hey, as he long loves as you it. like it. Dude, that's your weekend bag. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful briefcase, and yeah. he he totally could use it for anything. Like right now, it's backpack backpack fever USA. Like everybody has a backpack. Yeah, I I only recently upgraded to that from like the shoulder laptop bag. That just threw yeah. out my fucking yeah. I, arm. Um, I, I hated it. had my um, laptop bag for a week. Before I was like, no, fuck this, and I right? Went, and I and I got the bag that I always use for my laptop, and I that's what I put it in. Because is that a backpack or? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a Salvation or not a Salvation Army, a Swiss Army bag. Yeah. When I went to uh, China, I ended up buying the bag that I have, and I bought a Tumi, which costs millions of dollars. I had to sign a, a waiver. I did give blood, you know, they did a credit check. <laughs> they they put you through like a travel hazing, don't they? <laughs> right. In order like, to earn your <laughs> Tumi, you, you, you have to like you walk into what they call the interrogation room. <laughs> <laughs> they start pushing you, they put water in your face, and then they're like, sign this. And I'm like, What? Sign it. They time how quickly you can get your belt and shoes off. <laughs> exactly. They're like, if you're gonna travel with one of these, you gotta know how to travel. Look at you. Look at those fucking laces. You amateur. Oh, trick question. You're supposed to have global entry to get this to me back. (laughs) I'm like, I just want it. (laughs) It's just the one trip. 
<laughs> I just think it looks cool. Yeah, I haven't earned my Toomey yet. I'm I'm still Samsonite all the way. <laughs> and it's oh. like from Marshalls. I have no qualms about that. My father-in-law, uh, he did so much international travel because he worked for um, a couple relocation companies. I always forget what they are, but one of them's in the Renston and does all the relocation for uh, GM, and then he worked for another one. But he's been that, and he's been in international finance and accounting for relocation services. So your dad's a spy. My father-in-law's a spy. And <laughs> so he has to me everything. <laughs> and when Catherine and I were dating one Christmas... He straight up b- bought me a T-Tech Toomey roller bag. Damn. And I was like, well, now I'm fancier than I ever should have been. <laughs> it looks like... Did you start like, to get, like, imposter syndrome? Oh, big time. I was like, um, I can't... I'm... I get just it. just take this back. Yeah. Just take this back. I, like, I all I travel with is a garbage bag. That's right. what I just I'm gonna hide in the garbage. I got bag pulled now. into the United Lounge and they were feeding me steak and I just <laughs> felt like I did not belong there and they were gonna find out. Well, I think I think I came. <laughs> right. You sabotaged yourself. <laughs> I was gonna get dragged out of the United Lounge. <laughs> I ordered a shrimp cocktail at the United Lounge. They know. <laughs> There is a weird thing. We've been talking about travel in airports a lot, but there is that weird thing when you get bumped up, when you've never been bumped up before. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's great. That is the greatest experience. And then sometimes in your life, that can become the norm for a minute. And what was once spectacular kind of becomes like, eh. And yeah. But then you're like, just the worst when when you go back down and you're like <laughs> do, do you ever read travel blogs like online or any of the stuff no like, so there's one that i see a lot from it's like the points guy or whatever and i don't know if i should mention or whatever there's one that i see that's generic about you can- credit cards okay <laughs> um so and i followed it just because like you know i was trying to get like all right what's the looking up what the best like you know travel credit cards are uh and this you know there's a lot of helpful articles and stuff but it's kind of the point now where like everyone there's hit like some elite status so so many of their articles and there's only so many they can write it's like horrible experience at this marriott and it's like when you're a gold elite you should be getting that breakfast and if they don't allow it at these (laughs) four locations it's like Oh no! <laughs> like, yeah, that's well, that's where okay. we're at now. <laughs> okay, hold on, oh, hold on. <laughs> um, because I had to live in a hotel for six months, I got platinum status. Mm-hmm. And when I stayed one night at the uh, the Marriott and the Renaissance Center, and I did not get the upgrade, and I didn't get the room that I requested. I actually got really annoyed because it was like I lived in a hotel for six fucking months. All I wanted was to go from the smallest room to the second smallest room. And I wanted a city view. And then the the girl behind the counter was rude. And it was like, is there someone else I can talk to? I feel like I am a bigger deal than you're making me out to be. <laughs> it's like, you gave me this title. Yeah. 
I didn't I didn't just sign up to be platinum. I earned platinum. So they gave me like a free breakfast where it was like I'll take it, but I'm still not happy. I'll take it under protest. (laughs) And then the the woman was like, um, the the manager was like, come back, um, you know, some other time and we'll comp your room and we'll give you like a better room. Everything will be taken care of. Once I went to get a room, she had left. She was no longer there. And it was like, well, now if I call and I tell them the story, they're going to be like, yeah. Sorry, dude. No, you're you're in a city, and we didn't just get here. Yeah, <laughs> we did not just fall up off the turnip truck. I feel like once you hit the point, like you're gonna utter the words, like "Do you know who I am?" and that's gonna be like the "Oh my god, I've become that person." Yeah. Well, I said so. I I, I there, I'm no longer a customer after as soon as this comes out. Anyway, so I had Xfinity. And they oh, yeah, screw. Yeah. And Christmas, uh, Christmas Day at like 12.01 a.m. So like the morning of Christmas, I get blip, blip. You've ordered a phone. You've ordered another phone. You've ordered another phone. Four phones. Four Xfinity mobile phones. I get in my, my Gmail account because I had everything forwarded. Call the next morning. I'm like, I did not place these orders. I did not order these phones. Cancel these orders. Don't send the phones out. Next day, still there. Call back. And they're like, it'll take 48 hours, but we'll get it. Bloop, bloop. FedEx shipping numbers. FedEx shipping numbers. FedEx shipping numbers. I'm like, guys, cancel like, these orders. It's happening. This is happening. These are a thousand. They ordered, it was four iPhone X's. Ugh. I'm like, these are $1,000 phones that are going out. S- cancel the order. Stop the shipment. Because I don't want... And I'm like, I don't want these going out. And then you're like, well, they shipped. Yeah, if you don't... Yeah, and they're horrible about that kind of stuff. Oh, no worries. No yeah. worries. We'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. Matt sees me two days later calling back on the phones for an hour and a half waiting for them. Two days later, calling back. Matt sees me again. He's like, you're still dealing with this? Dealt with it for a month where I called him. Called my own personal um, identity theft because I was like, well, run the credit report. See if they ran it against me. No. They just somehow hacked it. But like they didn't get into my account because I have two. I don't know how they did it. So either Xfinity truly has a problem where they create a new account and then linked it with somebody else's, mine. Yeah. Which is fully possible. Oh, yeah. That happened with my 401k. Like somebody... F- Holy yeah, we'll get to that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, they unfucked it. It was okay. But, but that like was somebody a weird, f- like, now I know this guy's... Like, so sh- yeah. I know how much oh he's God. saved for yep. retirement. I know where he lives in Vegas. I'll go visit him next time I'm out there. Because like, he's balling. Hey. <laughs> you're like, I don't know how much you saved, but <laughs> but like that's that's what I'm thinking. Like my my account number and his account number are one digit off and somebody fat fingered it somewhere. Yeah. And now all of a sudden I've got these four phones because he put on a credit card. He literally paid for the phones. With your card? No, no, with no, his own. Oh, it's someone else. Okay, so yeah. that and like, makes it the seem phones like were that's... activated. He could see what their names I were. I could see and everything. Stuff. 
because there's like Xfinity Cable is one side of the billing house, and this Xfinity Mobile is another side of the billing house. And oh, he, yeah, because that's a new product, so that probably, yep. Right, so there's no way they're going to ham-fist that fucking BRM. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, finally it got off my account. So like I went to Xfinity Mobile, and the phones weren't there anymore. And then I called AT&T. I was like, give me fiber to the home. And I, I set it up. It is not as fast as they say it is. Um, you can get those speeds at times, but it's equivalent or a little bit better than what I had from Xfinity in terms of speed. I'm done. I just canceled yeah. them. Because it's like, and they didn't call me. They That's the thing. If they had better. Oh, communi- they always say they're going to call back and they don't. like. If they would have had better communication, I might still be a customer. If they would have been like, hey, I'm your caseworker, um, you know, like we do that at my work. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, we ha- you have a case now. Here's your case number. I am the one who's working on it. And they call you like every day to be like, here's today's update. Yep, we have it resolved. Uh, you will see it's no longer on your account. And that's it. That's what you're supposed to do. Instead, I'm twisting in the wind over here. Wondering, like, am I going to get a fucking bill for $4,000 worth of phones? Yeah, I would be terrified with that. Like, I I had the the long game tiny fee, <laughs> like, just enough that I'm not going to waste hour after hour on the phone with them. But I did have, like, a, a diary of, like, <laughs> interaction number 10. Like, where it starts is, like, at the 10th one and still filled, like, half a book. But for five years... I was charged for two like digital boxes on my cable that I never got. And it's like a dollar ninety nine for like each one or whatever it was. It was like three bucks, I think, one fifty right. each. So I had these three, you know, three bucks a month adds up over five years, but I like right. kept calling in. And then one day I was just out in like the shopping center where there was the Xfinity place. And I was meeting someone out there, like there's is out in Troy, there's like a bar in the plaza. And they weren't going to be there for a while. So I'm like, all right, let's go see what's up with Xfinity. And I lucked out, got the dude on his like last day working there. And he's like, dude, this place is shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you're damn right it is. He's like, no, he's like, that's bullshit, man. He's like, yeah, I do, man, it's all right. Here's what's up. I'm going to take this off. And the only way that this goes back on is if my boss comes in and actually looks through all these and like reverses it. She's not coming in. Like she's not gonna come in tomorrow or whatever it was. He's like, you should be good, but if it comes back on, here you go. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> like that was it. He was like, that was his like, I'm taking care of everyone today because this job sucked. <laughs> right. So that's because the you're only like, reason. Because <laughs> it's like, like I've <laughs> now seen the ugly underbelly. Yeah, the seedy <laughs> underbelly of, of they're doing Xfinity corporate. They're doing fine. Well, and that's why, like, they kind of have you, like, they have the worst kind of leverage mm-hmm. where they can, and Bank of America kind of got popped doing that sort of stuff where it's like, you know, let's just throw these fees out there kind of willy-nilly, and then you got to, it's on you to call and get them removed because so many people don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And then they farm that out, like, with very little capabilities, little, like, you know, these phone banks like whatever the level call center you get they can't do anything 
So you have to try and like move up the ladder and there's no way of doing that. And especially if you work like nine to five. So yeah, it sucks. You have to basically light them up on social media or like, well, Matt was like, Matt was like, go to social. I've found that that is how I get the most response though. I'm fairly annoyed that Frito-Lay did not reply to me about what I thought was a blue Frito. And I was thinking like it was some kind of Willy Wonka golden ticket. Right. And so I wrote them and I was like, hey, what's this? And they never replied. And then I ate the chip today and it turns out that it wasn't a blue corn chip. It was a piece of charcoal. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. It was a completely singed Frito. And I ate it and I was just like, this tastes... Just like burning. <laughs> yeah, it it tasted like sadness. Yeah. And so I just, I ran to the kitchen uh, at work and I spit it out. And it was like, don't mind me. I just, you know, I just ate ash. <laughs> it was so gross. <laughs> just like putting your hand on your tongue. And I feel so ashamed. I've logged so many bags of chips in my life. (laughs) I've had that happen multiple times. Yeah, it's terrible. It is so bad. My childhood, all of the pain of my childhood (laughs) was sunken into bags of potato chips. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is before I found out what friends are like. <laughs> I basically would ride my bike up to the video store, get like three videos, go down to the, the party store and get like three different types of chips, chips. and then have like the chip smorgasbord. Yeah. Yep. Just, you know, fat, sad kid. Uh, but like, yeah, no, I feel your pain because I would save those to like last. This is these are the things that you, you don't. This is like something you tell someone on a plane, not something yeah. you tell <laughs> right. So we're going to stop right there. I'm looking at the time. Um, we've done pretty much a full episode. So I'm just going to ask you if you can come back next week. For sure. And we'll just do what we normally do at the end of the show, where we just talk about what we're into uh, right now. So if you're listening to any music or any um, books, media, movies, physical activity, whatever it is, if you're into something right now, uh, we're just going to talk about it. I think I I can go first. Uh, I just beat Sunset Overdrive on my Xbox. What is Sunset Overdrive? So Sunset Overdrive was a game that kind of came out at launch, I want to say, for the, the Xbox One, and which is why I got it for free as part of Game Pass. <laughs> It is you grind. It's like Jet Grind Radio meets um, Dead Rising. And mm. if you've never played either of those games, it's like if you see a rail, you can grind it, and there's a whole bunch of zombies. <laughs> so you get to smash them, and they and there's a bunch of fun weapons. But in the middle of it, there's a Joseph Campbell reference, what? which made me a big fan. They're just like. Oh man, I'm a hero. This is getting all Joseph Campbelly. I was like, <laughs> "All right, self-aware writing," but it was done in a good way. Nice. So uh, if if you've not picked up Sunset Overdrive, it's fun, um, but it also is a little bit too much as well. Like, I think I don't need to ever play it again because there is collectibles, and mm. it's not like one thing. So like Grand Theft Auto had this like get these trophies yeah like grand theft auto 3 was probably the first one to like oh you've got to find these 
100 bags of money or something like that and then you'll get the bazooka for free at your place every single time well ever since there it's been off to the fucking races so here's some of the collectibles shoelaces on telephone wires there's 150 of those okay. toilet paper uh on telephone wires oh there's just 150 of those uh signs just 150 of those uh, balloons. There's 150 of those. So that's, that's 600 collectibles coupled with everything else that you can do in the game. There's 40 cell phones that you can find. There's 40 surveillance points that you can go to. They just, it was a little too much, but the game itself was super fun. Well, that's solid. Was it like enough where you can just get through? Without you, doing all the collectibles, you do not need to p- pick up one single collectible. Okay, I so be- that's I not be- yeah. Be- I it's, beat the it's game. When you start, then you're screwed. Right. So like, I bought all the maps to get collectibles, and then I'm like getting collectibles, and I'm like, what am I doing? Oh yeah, I did that with Grand Theft Auto with GTA Five, and I was just like, it's four in the morning, and. All right, no, I'm not jumping off this mountain again. Like <laughs> trying to find some. Oh, GTA Five, I got one of them. I got one of because there is another one that has like four collectibles that you can get. Yeah, and I got one of them because there's like do these loops here, and and, and you get there's do these jumps. <laughs> like fuck me. Yeah. Like, I can't, like, video games, I know it's bad when my eyes are burning because I have not blinked. (laughs) And, like, that happens enough that I think it changed, like, my eyeglass prescription. (laughs) Like, all right, this needs to stop. We need to, like, just tuck away. You know, like, it's not like Mario where you're done after 20 minutes. Like, you're sucked in for the night, and then you're screwed the next day at work. (laughs) Like, why did I stay up and do that? Maddie, you got anything? Uh... So this past weekend, uh, when I was grocery shopping, I saw that a company that I buy a lot of stuff from uh, started making, uh, like, frozen snacks, I guess. And so they make corn dogs, and they make, like, um, like buffalo wings or whatever. Um, and so I got those, and they were really good. Whatever, man. I and there is no judgment over here <laughs> over a food item. No. I would fucking murder for some corn dogs right now. <laughs> but Jay- uh, yeah, those are really good. Nice. Uh, Jason, you got anything? Uh, yeah. This is. Uh, I'm almost afraid to say it because they're so hard to find. And I don't want other people to know. But the Maya Kaimal uh, sweet chili chickpea chips. What? Yeah, is that's this? gonna bring my fatness right back. <laughs> That's taken me like right back to middle school, like chip <laughs> addict. No, they're delicious. They're like, it's like a potato chip, but it's almost like falafel. It's made of chickpea. They're just delicious. And like, I, I mean, they're marginally higher in protein. Right. But no, that's basically just like the when I see them at the grocery store, I'm like, I'm going to buy a couple bags of those and hope no one judges me because like, <laughs> I'm going to clear out their shelf. <laughs> and then just like kind of, that yeah, that's how sad my my life is. 
is that that's my excitement is when I find my chips at the store. I found my chippers. Yeah, yeah, the good chips and my kombucha was on sale, but I'm not healthy. I just I, I just have the expensive habits. I just like rocking the booch. No, yeah. when when I was at the store and I looked in the frozen food section and I saw them like I looked over my shoulder to make sure that wasn't someone behind me that was ready to take them where like I you know I did that and then I opened it really quickly and like I pulled one out and then closed it and I was just reading it like what what, what are you this and so like I'm I'm getting excited and then like I put it back where I was like no no don't get it <laughs> Wait, so this is like a brand you really like and you didn't know they made corn dogs. No. What's the brand? Field Roast. Field Roast. Okay. Um so I see it and you know, I told myself like no, you're not going to get them, they're too expensive. But maybe maybe if you get one. So I I I got like the wings and I put it in and then I was like but you have to test both of them to see which one's right, better. which one's better. Yeah. So then I got I got the corn dogs as well, um, <laughs> and then like I tried to justify it to myself, and I was like, "That was a good decision." Now you'll know which one to get in the future. And then it was like, "Oh God, <laughs> I'm justifying buying this shit to myself." You like I, I and guess you're what? talking about like it's working. Yeah. <laughs> At least you're like giving it thought to me it's like just a hedonistic <laughs> crawl through the grocery store like throw it all in and it's my just... chippers are here <laughs> and it's i like i if i run into anyone i know it's like no i'm heading to the salad bar now for sure <laughs> like the top layer of the cart looks healthy the bottom is where all the gnarly stuff is and it's like overflowing <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Jason. Uh, we yeah, look forward to for having, having you next week. Uh, you can get in contact with this show on facebook.com slash matterspod, on Twitter at matterspod. I am at Matt Noss on Twitter. I'm at Karate Dracula. And I think I have a Twitter handle that's at obligatory handle, and I have not checked it in years. Is it obligatory handle? I think it's at obligatory handle that I had to do for Twitter flight school the first time I went. So I, I probably have like a dozen Twitter handles. <laughs> None of them used. All None of them. them. That's the only one I can remember. So All of them eggs. So try that one. <laughs> yes. I'm Judd52 at AIM. <laughs> oh, salute to you, AIM. See you in social media's past and we'll see you on the next episode of Matters. <laughs> His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. <laughs> it was a good try. It was, it was a, a solid try. try.